0: You know, we've just kind of been uh, letting the giveaways kind of uh, give themselves away, I guess you could say, at least promoting themselves. Really haven't done much uh, discussion about it. Do you guys realize? I mean, I know you, the listener that's here every week, every day, knows about this, but uh, maybe we have some new listeners out there that don't know. We have major giveaways from major sponsors happening uh, at least once a month, usually once a week. And uh, you can get in on it just simply by listening to the Jeep Talk Show. Now, the Jeep Talk Show is four episodes a week, and you never know what day, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, that the giveaway may be on. And yes, tires. We are giving away tires, the Nexon Rodion MTX tires, and uh, they're, they're great off-road tires. Hey, the Jeep Talk Show is the official podcast of Toledo Jeep Fest. Toledo Jeep Fest coming up the weekend of August the 12th. Chris is going to be there from 7slats.com, and uh, he'll be uh, representing Jeep Talk Show. Uh, he'll be there on August the 13th. you got to go out there and shake his hand and uh, get a sticker. Uh, and he may make you do a little dance or do a little something to get that sticker, you know, just, just, they make you work for it. Uh, you know, and the Toledo Jeep Fest is just such a great Jeep event in the city that builds so many Jeeps and you just really, really don't want to miss this. Go to ToledoJeepFest.com for more information.
2: You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4. Radio
0: Network Podcast. Podcast. The Toledo uh, the Toledo Jeep Fest now. The the Jeep Talk Show, the official Jeep Podcast of Mr. Vanderquack. Quack. Keep listening for weekly updates about Mr. Vanderquack Quack and his mission to help the children of St. Jude. Go to Mr. Vanderquack Quack. That's Mr
1: Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Wendy There will be body damage Jump. I like making people laugh, That's, that's it's
0: good for my soul Jump. Yeah, I don't think so And yummy. I think that's a huge deal So sit back Strap in and brace yourself next entire USA we got you find out more about the tires that are on the 2021 jeep talk show gladiator the next entire Rodion mtx at nextentireusa.com. i got them on the uh, the the cherokee too the xj uh, great great tires uh the and i think i think a lot of the Nexen tires are good but the ones that i can uh, attest to are the the Rodian mtX uh, tires uh 30 33s on the xj 35s on the gladiator All right, so we're going to be doing a question and answer uh, with uh, uh, Zeph from uh, MyMedic. Zeph has been working. I hope I'm saying that. Is that that correct, uh, Zeph? I mean, it, it looks like a really simple name to pronounce.
3: Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people get that wrong. I, I usually have to explain. It's like Jeff, but with a Z. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it seems really simple for me, but I'm horrible, horrible at uh, at names. Anyway, Zeff has been working with MyMedic for about two years. He handles all their creation. Uh, I'm sorry, creator relationship, sponsoring sponsorship events. Uh, and uh, his favorite memory with working with my medic is camping in 15-degree weather earlier this year at King of the Hammers event in Southern California. In his spare time, he likes to uh, take his Silverado <laughs> we won't hold it against him. He wrote that, not me. <laughs> Into remote locations, the camp, hike, hunt, and fish. Uh, you can find out more about MyMedic by checking out their website at MyMedic.com. Zef, tell us about MyMedic. I mean, I, I, I definitely saw that you have goodies there. And, and when I say goodies, when you're trying to put together a, a, a nice um, medic bag for going off-road, it, it really looks like this is a great place to go to, MyMedic.com, to get Get something that's ready built but uh give us more information about my, my medic how long has it been around
3: yeah of course i appreciate the intro uh my medic has been around for about six years now uh we actually initially started just as a trade show as a trade show centered business so basically the only way we made money was going to trade shows selling to fire departments police departments etc Fast forward to the last like two or three years, um, we've leaned heavily into the you know the online portion of our business, the e-commerce site, um, and we're actually the number one visited first aid website in the world right now, according to Google. If that means anything to you. <laughs> but um, yeah, really great. Uh, the 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 idea for the company um, actually started about ten years ago. So we're owned by four siblings. Um, the the father of those siblings was killed in a car accident in rural New Mexico. Um, he was in a crash with a semi truck on like a normal Tuesday on his way to work, uh, blood out in the front seat of his pickup truck. Um, while bystanders kind of just stood by with no training equipment or supplies to save his life. Um, so he was pronounced dead on scene, um, blood out in the front seat of his pickup truck. And then the, there was a lawsuit because he wasn't at fault, um, for the accident. Um, and the, 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 Sons and daughters of that man decided to start the company, you know, with the, with the mission of preparing the everyday citizen for the unexpected emergency. Um, so our, our mission really is to save lives and that's across the board, but given what our product is, it tends to attract risk averse people, right? People who liked off road, people who like to be outside as well as, you know, professionals. So law enforcement, f- firefighters and the likes.
0: Very cool. I mean, I hate the way that this started, but it sounds like it was something bad that was turned into potentially something very good. Something that would save a lot of people.
3: Yeah, definitely. We we like to say around the office, a life lost, mission gained, and it's really great. You know, we're owned by those four siblings, but two of them, sorry, three of them actually work with us. So they're you know in the trenches with us day to day. Um, So it really it makes it feel like a special place to work when you get to. Just be that close and feel that connected to, to the company's mission.
0: I was just going to say, with four siblings running the company, that's going to be really interesting, the shouting matches that go on in the break room occasionally.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. luckily, luckily, two of them two of them work remotely, and uh, it's all done through email. So we, most of it's done through email. So Dad I always
0: loved you more. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, for sure. It, there's definitely some, some fun we have with them.
0: Oh, I'm sure it's fine. It's just uh, all fun and games. You know, uh, just just glancing at the website, which you guys should be looking at, mymedic.com, uh, no hyphens, dashes, and certainly no spaces, mymedic.com. Uh, w- let me ask you this, and I think this is probably a really simple question, but I've never understood sure. it. Uh, why would you want a medic bag to, to be red?
3: Yeah. Uh, somewhere along the lines, someone decided that red was going to be the dedicated color, um, for first aid. I believe it has something to do with the Swiss bless their oh, hearts. Oh, That's right. Um, is it like, you know, ski patrol has a, you know, white cross with, with red, whatever. Um, but to me, it makes a lot of sense because you want something red, isn't a color that most people would get a bag in. Mm-hmm. Like most people are not going to have a red backpack or a red laptop bag. It stands out. It screams. Now, first aid, people know that, red. you know, first aid is associated with red. Um, so that's that's I couldn't tell you exactly why it started, um, but it's our number one seller. People, visual people love the red it, it, first they get. Yep.
0: it's a visual acuity where it's like oh that that's the let me just th- I'm in a hurry let's grab that red bag that's uh and I'm sure you've got uh, little uh, uh either sewn in or um uh, velcro attached uh, uh tags that indicate that it's a a, a medic type bag. So, we But do. I mean, but they do come in other colors. You can get them in uh, coyote, uh, green, uh, red, and black. Uh, the only thing I, I think about uh, the red is it's great for finding it in an emergency, which is very good. But I always mm-hmm. think about like if you've bugged out for some reason and you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're out there and trying not to be found, uh, yep. red is probably not the, the best color <laughs> for your medic bag.
3: <laughs> totally. Yeah. That, yeah that's why, part of why we offer everyone has their preference, but everyone has different use cases too. Right. So, uh, you know, all of, I carry two first aid kits. Uh, one is a trauma kit in my, in my aid rig. And then just kind of like what I call a boo-boo kit, um, in my rig as well. Both of those are red. So if I ever needed to say to someone, Hey, go grab the first aid kit out of my truck. They're not like, "What is it? The black bag? Is it the green bag? It's like, okay, it's a red, it's a red kit. Obviously it's the first aid kit. But then, or the kits that I have in my hunting pack, for example, or my bug out bag, um, those are going to be a little more earth tones, so that they aren't standing out and you know giving away my position, you know that kind of thing.
0: Right, and of course, silly me, I'm I'm not thinking this through. Simple solution: buy more than one. Yep, <laughs> get a red yes. one for when you don't care if you're seen, and one for the bug out bag. That's of course, totally. that's what you're going to
3: do. Yep. yep, that's the way to do it, in my opinion. If you got, if you got the money to spend, um, and it's important to you, which it should be um yep i i have one in all the all my day packs my hunting pack has a specified one um you know we make a lot of options for a lot of different scenarios uh so if you have if you like four-legged friends and you've got dogs we make one that's specifically made and tailored for pets um so have your pets have a dedicated first aid kit that way you're not kind of stealing from yours to take care of your dog and then when you need it you know your dog's already used up all your gauzes and you know, maybe Benadryl and that, that sort of thing. So big fan of sectioning off your first aid kits for specific uses.
0: Oh, very much so. So, um, I think one of the difficult things, at least for me, uh, I, I don't have a lot of medical experience, but mm-hmm. is picking, because you know, you can get a bag and you can stuff stuff in it. Uh, but it, figuring out what goes in it is the difficult part and i would assume that this is one of the things that you guys have done with these medic bags is that you uh you come up with certain scenarios that you know this is what should be in the kit
3: yeah yeah we 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 take a very data-driven approach um to what we do so you can basically break our first aid kits down into two categories uh the first one would be a universal category These are going to be very well-rounded cover most of your bases first aid kits they're going to contain a lot of supplies um, and they're going to be again that universal made for to be used universally so they're not tailored specifically for an activity Uh, they're just going to be a well-rounded first aid kit that can treat a myriad of injuries the other section of our first aid kits are what we would call specialty first aid kits Um, and those are where you get into kind of those demographic activity specific kits that we've done the injury statistics on um and then put the supplies to treat those injuries in for each of those according uh, activities if that makes sense mm-hmm. so we have like a hiker a hiker first aid kit um, it's super light so it's not cumbersome to put in your backpack and it's going to mm-hmm. come with all the things that you would you know need to treat the most common hiking injuries dehydration being a huge one, actually, cuts and scrapes, um, you know, allergies, uh, bites and stings from maybe mosquitoes or a bee, that type of thing. So we've done all the guesswork for you. And we'd like to say we put in everything that you need, nothing that you don't.
0: Right. Yeah, that makes it nice. Because, uh, you know, when you're you're trying to dig through there, it's better to find the things you're looking for than all the things you don't. That just makes the the whole getting uh, relief slower. Um, so th- there was something. This is something I've always asked and always wondered about, and I think I've ever gotten a really good answer for it. At least not one that I recall. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you if you get one of these things and you're taking it, let's say it. You, you know, you're attaching it to the back of your your seat in your Jeep or the headrest okay. in the in the Jeep. Can you leave it out in? You know, maybe you park outside. Maybe you park your your too yeah. high lifted Jeep to get it in the garage. Is is this something that you need to take inside? Will the the heat from like the Texas summer, where it's a hundred degrees outside, yeah. or in Arizona when it's hundred and fifteen, is the heat going to damage the the supplies that are inside the bed bag?
3: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Uh, since so, I actually when I started working in my medic, I actually started in customer service. So this is a, this is an answer I've prepared many times. Um, we're based out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Today in Utah, it was 101. Uh, My first aid kit from my medic stays in my truck, um, no matter where I'm parked. Uh, Most of the time, uh, unless you're doing really cold environments, is actually the only time I would consider pulling a couple of things out. Uh, But warm environments, by far, um, you're going to be totally fine. Nothing's going to decompose or disintegrate um, inside your first aid kit. On the flip side, in really cold environments, um, some of those like creams and ointments might freeze up, not that they'll be unusable. Um, you might just have to warm them up a little bit, uh, You know, put them in your armpit or whatever to keep them warm before you need to apply them. There will be some first aid kits that we sell that come with a saline wash, basically like an wash slash wound wash. That will freeze um, if, it's, if it's below like 30, 30 degrees, 28 degrees, because it's got some salt in it, so the freezing point's a little bit lower. Right. Um, that will freeze and potentially explode inside of your first aid kit um, So if you, which is not good um, so if you are in some of those really cold areas uh, I would recommend taking that out but again that's just the one thing um, and it's, it's liquid so obviously that's going to be a potentially problematic
0: and, and how long uh, before you need to replace the items that are in the bag and do you guys sell kits uh, that are just complete replacements that maybe you've got the bag but you just want to replace all the goodies inside
3: yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so <clears throat> typically, depending, because we're always moving inventory and the things that go in and out of the kits, um, for the most part, your, uh, your medications and your ointments are going to expire first. Um, and then a lot of your like wipes and stuff will be after that. We almost every kit that comes off the shelf from our warehouse will be good for at least two years, if not more, until you need to replace something that is expired. And most often, that will be medications. Um, in my in my experience, it's also one of the things that you use the most often. And um, you'll probably be replacing it more anyways um, than, than needed.
0: Right. I got you. Yep. That makes sense.
3: Yep. And then uh, to answer your second question about refills, uh, so we, we use a modular system to build our kits. So we'll have, again, medications, for example, the medication mod. So it's all of the medications go in one little bag. It's color-coded. So you know that the yellow tab at the top means there's medications inside. The red one with the red tab means there's stuff for bleeding control inside, etc. cetera. Um, we sell those a la carte, basically. Um, so you can refill your kit using the modular system that we have. We also sell some of the kind of just one-off, you wanted to buy a five-pack of Advil, for example, you could do that on our website. Now, you can go to Walgreens or Walmart and buy a whole thing of Advil, but to give an example, you could do that. We do offer options to replace and restock the things inside your kits, should you use them.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important, whether it, it, it ages out or whether you use it, it's nice to have that ability to go back to where you got the kit from and just you know re- refill what you need. So I think that's very important. And I, and I don't know if this is uh, across the board, but I did notice here on the site that uh, like for example the the Recon First Aid Kit it, it has uh, uh, a four interest free payments um, available. Yep. So if if you're going out on a run and you've already spent enough money getting ready to go out for your off event, you can still mm-hmm. get a good uh, uh, my medic. Uh, kit to take with you because you can uh, space out the payments.
3: Yep. Yep. We offer, you know, payment plans through a firm on the majority of our products. Um, And then, you know, we also run promotions pretty frequently throughout the year. Um, So if you join our email list or follow us on social media um, and get plugged into that, I know you can, um, you know, grab a kit at a discount pretty much any time of the year
0: very cool all right well let's uh you know you had a bit of a taste of the zoom uh people here before uh, we started the uh, recording (laughs) so you should uh, have some sort of feel for what's going to happen next yeah so i'll just say are you new to the roundtable perhaps new to the jeep talk show well welcome the roundtable is listeners like you that connect with us on tuesday night at 8 p.m central time you don't have to be invited. You just need a Zoom meeting link and password. Everyone is invited because everyone has an opinion or something to share. Uh, to get the meeting invite information, subscribe to our newsletter at jeeptalkshow.com contact. We now join the Zoom meeting, which is already in progress, although I think they're listening. Uh, <laughs> I hope so well, I think they're listening, I don't think they're having a conversation uh, Please keep in mind That what you're about to hear is completely unrehearsed The opinions may be strong And may may or may not reflect The opinion of the Jeep Talk Show, but probably do Good evening, Zoom people Don't forget, what we like to do is uh, Lead with your, uh, your, your At least your first name And uh, the general location of where you are at And unless you're Larry And you're still in France Then uh, Larry just lied to us
4: Larry's not in France no
0: more. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Zef uh, from MyMedic, MyMedic.com. Hopefully, you guys have already gone to the website and started digging around. You got some questions. Uh, have at it. Uh, ask Zef a question.
1: <laughs> Zef, this is Chris from Detroit, and uh, was have been uh, looking at your site. One of the questions that I know it's come up in our general discussion in the Zoom room uh, before is uh, I think it's called the Israeli bandage. Um, yep. Some of the folks at Overland you might may or may not be using a chainsaw, and uh, you could obviously cause some real bad damage with a chainsaw very quickly. That could become very, very urgent. I just wonder, if any of your kits have that type of bandage or that type of care available?
3: Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Um, so a lot of our first aid kits will come in what we call a standard version and a pro version. Um, the differences between those would be that a standard kit is basically a boo-boo kit is what I like to call it. Uh, So that's going to cover bumps, bruises, sprains, headaches, you know, a myriad of minor injuries. It's definitely going to be better than, you know, the kit you buy from Walmart. This is plastic and full of 500 bandages. It's going to be much more well-rounded than that. Um, But then we also sell a pro version of the majority of our first aid kits. And that pro version is going to have everything in it that the standard version has. So you're still going to have that minor wound care. But then you're also going to have life-saving equipment in there as well Um, because of, you know, why and how the company was started. Because someone bled out in the front seat of their pickup truck, Um, you know, saving lives is very important to us. So we recognize the reality of of the world is that people get into serious accidents and, you know, die from it. So that's why we have some of those, (laughs) you know, traumatic uh, life-saving items, I should say, in the pro versions of our first aid kits. Um, like an Israeli bandage um, that could save a life, so you won't find an Israeli bandage in our first aid kits. We have our own version called an emergency pressure bandage. In my opinion, uh, is it, albeit a biased opinion, uh, is it's much better than the Israeli bandage because it's uh, made with just hook and loop Velcro uh, instead of the Israeli bandage, which uses uh, that sort of T cleat if you're familiar um, to apply pressure. Ours is basically like an ace wrap, um, so you could just put it over the wound, over the pad. stretch and wrap it stretch and wrap it and it attaches to itself via velcro instead of a cleat.
1: cool thank
4: you yep great question Um, so so this is larry not in france in the (laughs) midwest so i said on your website you have you have a lot of different markets and i know you know for us we're talking about you know for off-roading but looks like you do a lot of stuff for travel and hiking and all kinds of things so yes what is your what is your biggest market and kind of why do you have any reason for
3: that? Yeah. But by biggest market, do you mean like our our most frequent customers? Is that what you, is that yes. What you mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a great question. Um, you know, it's really hard. You know, I, I like to say my job is really difficult because we sell a product that basically everyone can use regardless of your occupation or hobbies. Um, so you talk, you know, my, my side of the job is like working with quote unquote influencers and social media people is like, wow, like one day I'm talking to mom bloggers you know, and who probably have, you know, yeah. And then the next day I'm talking to, you know, the guys over at Expedition Overland and getting them first aid kits. Right. Um, so we have a really wide spread of who our customer is. The The majority of our customer um, is, is male. Um, they like to spend time outside. Um, this is just based off surveys that we've done. Um, most of them drive some sort of four wheel drive vehicle. Uh, most of them like to hunt, fish, camp and hike, um, which, I feel like a lot of people who like to spend time outside, even if you are, you know, four wheel driving do a little bit of that. Um, so I think there's a lot of, you know, crossover, um, sure. but the, av- the, the outdoorsy male, um, is our current, you know, uh, largest portion of our
2: current customer base. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, this is John from uh, central Texas. So looking through it, I mean, I think Tony kind of started to ask this question earlier um about the refill part of it yeah so sure first I've got a I've got my own first aid bag that I got that attaches to the roll bar of my Jeep I kind of right. like this it. not like it on that or there but looking at the the, the my fuck my fact whatever that is my first aid kit yep. uh option on there so I only see the the group of everything sold is with the bag Um, is there any options where you may sell like the whole kit itself minus the bag, but it has all the other subcomponents in it instead of having to go and add them?
3: in? I see. I see. Uh, we don't have that currently. Um, we actually used to do that and the demand for it wasn't there. So we actually removed (laughs) that skew. That was before we implemented this new mod system. Then the mod system you're seeing on the website right now is fairly new. Um, I don't know if there's talks of doing, I, I, like a full kit refill pack. Um, you know, that being said, you can order all those, you know, modular components, uh, quote, unquote, a la carte via the website. It may take a little bit of time. Uh, you can also, and they'll hate me for saying this, you could also reach out to our wonderful customer experience team
0: and have <laughs>
2: them do it for you. Under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's excellent i just cause i know there's probably some folks that may have a special bag that they like or whatever but they like the, the totally the thing together so cause, i mean i've gone yeah. to walgreens and tried to find you know the the universal kits that the cheap bags or whatever and see if i can piece yeah. together. And that's really how mine is set up now although um we've got some some stuff that i got from a wound care type thing that I've had with a whole health thing for a while that helps but um you know other than that though if i was making the basic kit what are some of the most critical items that you would think or what we do as, as off-roading just some of the basic things that you would never go without if you. Yeah. Were out there. Uh, it's a great question. I, I'm just going to
3: add a real quick tangent to your previous point while I think about it. Um, so we do sell the, the components. We also sell the bags by themselves as well. So if you wanted to buy just the bag, if you like the way our mimetic bags look, uh, you could buy just the bag by itself, just a small tangent. Um, which is really cool. Cause we have some that are like TPU coded, waterproof. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Uh, <laughs> so the bear, the bare essentials for off-roading, uh, are you someone who is hoping to be able to treat traumatic injuries? That would be my first question.
2: No, I mean, I'm, I'm someone no. who, as an example, just to give you a situation. We're about to go on a trip to Colorado and I'm going to yeah. have my, uh, my 12 year old daughter with me, you know, awesome. just basic, kind of going out and about I'm going to have a, a kid with me and myself and want to make sure I've got the basics. I mean, right now it's, you know, it's band-aids, antiseptic wash, yeah, uh, totally. tape, stuff like that. But yeah,
3: great. Yeah. I was actually, what, what part of Colorado are you heading to? I was actually just there like two days ago.
2: Uh, we're going to be heading across uh, South Central to the Western side into the San Juans. So like
3: you're a, cool. right, yeah. Yeah. A million dollar highway. Yeah. Just, I just drove that on Mondays. It's beautiful right now. Um, the basics, I would say, it sounds like you have a pretty good, you know, you have a pretty good start. I think, uh, what often gets overlooked and maybe you, you have some is gauzes. I think a lot of people think of band-aids and they're really good for covering up small wounds. Uh, but if you have a gnarly scrape, uh, you know, that, that scrape might bleed for a little bit and having some gauzes to be able to put direct pressure on and stop up some of that blood and get the clotting factors started before you dress it and, you know, cover it. I think is a really important one. Uh, I think another really important one is just general medications. Um, So a lot of people think of ibuprofen, aspirin, Tylenol, that type of thing. Uh, The big ones I'm more concerned about are motion sickness, diarrhea, upset stomach, things you can't really, you can kind of muscle through a headache. It's really hard to muscle through diarrhea and upset stomach and motion sickness. Um, So I always like to have some sort of medications that can treat those as well as allergies should there be You know any bee stings or you know anything like that um and then i think another one that often gets overlooked is stuff for you know like when someone's going you're walking around camp and you you twist your ankle uh you don't want that to be the reason you have to head into town and get something like that especially when it's something as simple as a rolled ankle um so having some sort of compression wrap uh typically called like an elastic bandage or an ace bandage um, to kind of just compress and keep that swelling down and give that ankle or wrist or whatever it may be some support. So it doesn't end up, you know, really cutting into your trip
2: and, and keeping you off trail. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like, okay. Cause I've pretty much got most of that, but I will say the, the nausea pills and the, you know, the uh, stomach stuff, I didn't even think about, you know, just throwing some Tums or something like that in there.
3: Yeah. T- tums is great. And then yeah. The allergy stuff like ben- Benadryl are really good while um yeah and then anything to treat diarrhea typically dimodium like um imodium uh, is the brand name would be a really good uh you know addition to that first aid kit you got
1: sure excellent any training you recommend i mean uh, obviously i know some of some of the listeners uh i don't know who's on may have had some training oh john was in the service and i've never had any training but any training you would recommend um that someone could should take before they dive into a big kit and I, I would hate to have all the gear and and not be able to totally. use it in the right way to cause more harm to someone that I'm I'm trying to help. Yeah, that, yeah, it's a great question, and you know, it's something we get asked a lot. Uh, you know,
3: the the Stop the Bleed initiative is a government wide initiative. Um, right now, I think, given a lot of what goes on in the world, um, you know, mass shootings because of a lot of because of mass the recent you know uptick in mass shootings. There's been a really big initiative in teaching people how to stop traumatic bleeding through the use of tourniquets um, and, and wound packing and hemostatic gauzes and etc. That would be a really good place to start if you're interested in, you know, life saving first aid. I always, always, always recommend whoever you are, no matter what you do, you, you know, CPR, you go get certified through, you know, American Red Cross or um, you go get certified for CPR. And they'll also typically along with that is a general first aid certification, they're typically a dual course. Um, that'll just teach you how to do, you know, gauzes and, you know, the, the kind of basic stuff. Um, I think another really important training thing is not even training, but it's, you know, we sometimes we like to joke around the office and say that reading is a superpower. A lot of medications, a lot of ointments, a lot of first aid supplies have instructions printed on them. Uh, if you would just slow down for one second and read them, um, it would help you, it'll help calm your nerves in the middle of that training. Um, or that, that situation. Another thing I, I would really like to point out is, you know, we have a really amazing staff, um, over at my medic, our, our CEO is a former EMT, uh, you know, our COO is a, you know, former army helicopter pilot. Our director of education is a 18 Delta. So he's a green beret combat medic. Um, and before that he was a paramedic in, on the civilian side. Um, and we work with tons of professionals. Um, to make sure that what we're putting in the kits um, makes sense and is, is appropriate but also to put together digital courses um, for people as well so like i said earlier we have pro versions of our kits those come with tourniquets and chest seals and packing gauzes and nasal pharyngeal airways things that can save life but we understand that that can also be you know kind of a barrier and you know it, it's nervous to people because people don't know how to use those things so if you buy a pro kit From our website we will actually send you a virtual training that we host on a private youtube playlist um, taught by our special forces combat medic on how and when to apply a tourniquet how to pack a wound um, you know how how and when to use chest seals the big major things that are in there to help save life we provide a digital training on those items so that you can be and feel a little better prepared um but definitely an in-person course um through the stop the bleed coalition would be
4: a really good option as well if you're an in-person learner awesome well, this is larry again so question you said you have packs for uh animals as well because we always travel with with the dog everywhere we go yeah what kind of things are what, what kind of things are, are in that for the pets yeah it's that's a, that's a really good question um so we saw uh, just the
3: one right now um called the pet medic uh, basically there's a, there's a veterinarian here in Utah that we, you know, collaborated and partnered with on that. So, um, all the supplies make sense for, you know, minor pet injuries. The basic thing with dogs, it's always, almost always going to be scraping their, scraping their face, scraping their arms and legs, scraping their, you know, busted open a pad, things like that. So roll gauze is really important in those situations because you have those small limbs, um, that are easy to roll, and and those will help keep pressure on dogs as well or on the womb, I, sh- I should say. Um, so it'll be roll gauze, um, there will be benadryl in there, um, which obviously, you know, there's all of those always those pictures on the internet, like dog gets stung by a scorpion or stung by a bee, and their face gets all puffy and it's cute, but you feel terrible for them. Um so there'll be some benadryl, there'll be some benadryl in there to help you know alleviate that stuff. Um, there's tweezers in there. If you need to remove anything, um, like cactus, like cactus spines, I've had that happen. Um, being from Arizona, uh, that happens a lot. And then uh, just, uh, a lot of like really little things. I think the big kicker inside the pet medic is there's a, actually a digital, um, first aid guide for pets that we put in there. So it's a little, little card with a QR code. Um, you can scan that and download uh, basically a, a it's a, a twenty page booklet on basic first aid um, for for pets, which we wrote with um, that veterinarian. Yeah. um lots lots of value in there, uh, and there's a slip leash in there as well. Um, so if you happen to forget a leash and need a leash, extra leash, um, there's one in there. And we're working on updating that build to include a dog bowl. Um, with hydration recommendations for you know how much your dog weighs how many ounces they should be having per hour or whatever it is Um, so we're always tweaking and trying to make products better especially the ones for our four-legged friends that we love so much
0: so we're uh, we're talking with Zef from MyMedic. Just go to MyMedic.com, and you can uh, look and see what we're, we're talking about here, what the questions are being asked about. Zef, it, it, you mentioned about the animals getting into uh, shenanigans, uh, and uh, we never like seeing an animal be hurt, but sometimes it's it's rather humorous. They're not in any, any main real danger. You just got to think to yourself, my God, why did you do that? So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if maybe you guys do any kind of discounts uh, based on social media posts using your kit with uh, maybe a dog that got into a porcupine or (laughs) (laughs) we 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 haven't done that
3: yet but i would be the guy to talk to about that yeah that's great
0: (laughs) uh saved my dog's life and there's this dog with all these porcupines and and is anything in the kit i I guess that would be pain relief uh especially for removing the quills (laughs) yeah
3: porcupine porcupine can be a, a really tricky one um usually the recommendation if there's if there's anything in the eyes or mouth you should go to a vet um if it's just on the outside of it if it's just on the in the face and the neck not in the mouth and not in the eyes um typical best way there i've actually talked to our design team about this there's nothing in the pet medic currently um that would do a really good job of taking clothes out there are tweezers in there but I wouldn't want to use tweezers on quills because of the barbs that they have, and them. they're probably not going to pull them. Um, so that's why most of us probably keep a, uh, some sort of multi-tool in in our rig, at least I would help you do. Um, so needle nose pliers are a really good option for those, um, to pull those out. And then, um, you know, any sort of like hemostat if you're familiar with hemostats, if you do any fly fishing uh, or anything like that. Um, Anything that you can get a good grip on, anything that's plier-like in mm-hmm. nature, right. um, you can pull those clothes out yourself. Again, with those two, um, you know, considerations, eyes and mouth, probably should go see a vet um, and some sort of pain relief. Um, a, a really good idea for that would actually be a, any topical pain relief gels that you you might have. We do sell. It's marketed on the inside the first aid kits as oral pain relief for like toothaches and stuff like that, but it's basically just a topical lidocaine. Um, so if you were doing any sort of quill removal um, on a dog, you could apply some of that around the area to help numb it up a little bit for them. Um, the, the big thing with, you know, doing first aid for dogs is making sure that we don't hurt ourselves. Because, um, you know, dogs are dogs. They, I'm sure we've all been in a situation where our dog yipped at us when we weren't expecting it or anything like that. So that's obviously tremendously heightened when that dog is in pain oh, of so making sure that we're making sure that we're in a, a position to keep ourselves safe um so that we can take care of that dog at the same time as well
0: so i was uh, joking around about discounts uh, based on social media pics of uh, injured dogs being treated with my medic what about uh, discounts for maybe government military teacher first responder you got anything like that for for those uh, those very important uh, folks
3: we do yeah we we love we love our first responders we love all the members of, of our community that contribute to, to our communities and, you know, bring a lot of value. Um, so we, we do offer a, a discount for law enforcement. Um, basically, all, all first responders, if you work in healthcare, we offer it um, for health, any, any healthcare workers, for the most part, um, and then teachers
2: as well.
0: Excellent. Anybody else got any questions for uh, Zeph at MyMedic, MyMedic.com?
2: This is uh this is john again i'm just just curious so there's a lot of companies out there that do mm-hmm. this uh, kind of partnering together or kind of grouping together of different products what is what would be the biggest thing for my medic that makes, kind of sets it apart against some of the others that you can find i guess some of, of the, the other people? first aid kits them. like other first aid kit companies right
3: yeah yeah it's, it's a really good question um what i think is really different about what we do is we provide a full solution product. A lot of first aid kit companies right now either lean really, really heavily into the boo-boo stuff, like your, you know, the stuff you get at Walmart, the stuff you get at Walgreens, it's very Band-Aids and wipes and triple antibiotic ointment, and that's it. And then the other end of the spectrum is you have a lot of companies that lean really, really heavy into the trauma medicine and are looking more towards getting government contracts, working with the military, Um, law enforcement, just trauma-focused, whereas I like to position us as right in the middle, right? So depending on which kit you purchase, you can get all of the minor wound stuff and you're going to have full coverage and, you know, 95% coverage for most minor wounds that you could come across. Um, But then you also, if you buy the pro version of the kit, you will get those life-saving items in there as well. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. To top it off, we offer... Digital, a lot of digital courses and training, um, as well as we're always trying to educate and provide knowledge that is not paid. Um, definitely, if you want to buy a paid course from us and get really nitty gritty with what we do, and, and you want to take the first aid stuff seriously, that's a really great option. Um, but we're really big on the education portion as well, so we have this thing called the My Medic Minute. Um, basically, we send out a, a text every Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on if the marketing team's behind or not um and we'll send out a one minute video taught by our you know director of education special forces combat medic um on how to use you know tips and tricks for first aid tips and tricks for survival um that type of thing um so we're really big on the education as well so again that full solution minor wound care trauma wound care and the education to go with it to really help empower you to to feel prepared in any emergency regardless of the severity
0: I think the education part is very important. I'm glad you guys do that.
3: Yeah. It, it, we, we noticed it was a big void um, in, in, you know, kind of our space and, you know, took it by the reins and wanted to, to make that better. We've, we're working on a lot of a lot more courses um, right now, one specifically to gunshot wounds, which is when we get, you know, it's something we get asked a lot is how do we treat gunshot wounds? What's the right way to do that? So it's like a full, it's like, you know, 10 hours of content with, you know checks on learning quizzes and modules and all, all the good stuff so
0: boy people are really focusing on something that's uh unless you're uh, living in chicago something that's probably not going to happen to you
4: oh yeah so just out of curiosity you know all the other i'm going to say jeep groups and all the off-road groups always have like one-on-one courses out on the trail Mm-hmm. Do you offer, uh, you just said you do a lot of training, but you ever try to get a group together out on a trail and do, I'll say, uh, trail trail medicine or things yeah. like that for everybody. Yeah. That
3: that's, it's kind of been a recent initiative of mine that falls under, you know, my scope. Um, I think, I think it's really important. I think meeting people where they're at is really important. Um, so it's something that's on my radar and something that I'm trying to get us to do. Have, have meetups and go over things in person, really informally, right? Make it very, you know, I want people to get their questions answered. I want people to get some hands on time with, with the product um, and feel good about themselves and feel like they could handle certain situations. Um, it's not something that we do a ton of right now. It's something that I'm, I'm hoping we can do a lot more of next year.
4: And just the kind of a follow up to that. So I'm on your website, I'm on your website right now mm-hmm. and you have these, you have your medic cards and everything that you had mentioned the QR codes for the pest stuff. Do you have a QR code for those cards? Cause it looks like there's some pretty handy tools on there that, well, for which, for which to know how to use more, um,
3: are you, are you referring to the mo- the modules? Well, it's a
4: ready man medic card. looks like it's... Uh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it um, looks like it's yeah. uh, some laser tools that snap out possibly yeah. with the... Yeah. Those, those are super cool. Um, we, we don't have,
3: to my knowledge, any videos on how to use those currently. Um, as you can imagine, we carry a lot of products. Um, so, you know, we're always trying to film more, film more, film more, because we're always adding products and needing sure. to film more. Um, there's nothing on those right now. Our main priority right now would be products that you know we manufacture ourselves, which is a lot of you know the first aid kits and a lot of the gauzes and bandages and medications and, and, and et cetera. Um, so I would say that those are a little on the lower priority list right now for us. But I, I would assume that we'll
0: get around to those when we get there. <clears throat> like
4: pretty pretty handy little tool there with the little stamp outs. Yeah. Yeah those those are those are pretty cool.
0: And this is like one of those uh, little credit card uh, sized things, metal things that you you I would assume you break out whenever you need to use it. Uh, whenever yep. you you just keep it with you, I would assume. Uh, probably keep it <laughs> keeping it in the the my medic bag uh, instead of uh, your wallet next to the unused condom would be uh, a better place. Uh, but uh, this is like I, I think these things are really cool because you just, they're just there. They don't take up much room, and you you have these metal tools available for when you when you might really need it. TSA yeah, with a that. Bit. yeah, they're they're really. Oh, cool. that's true. <laughs> it's a credit <laughs> card. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we'd be remiss though if we didn't go back and let you expand on the bags a little bit because it sounded like you had some interesting <laughs> stuff we're trying to get into there. So, oh,
3: sh- um, I mean. I'm, I'm here. I'm here for you guys. Whatever you guys want to talk about, uh, but yeah, our, our our bags are great. We've got a you know world class design team. Um, we make some really cool bags and some really cool finishes. So uh, it's recently discontinued because we're 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 revamping it. But we make a, a moto medic, for example. Um, so it's specifically designed for dirt bikers, motorcyclists, even like a side by side. But it's really cool because it's in a TPU coated case um with a well bag I should say with a welded zipper so it's it's basically stormproof. Um so it's not water it's not like submersible waterproof. Um but you you could strap it to the outside of a dirt bike or a four-wheeler um and be totally fine throwing mud at it and dust and all that stuff. Um, and a lot of the internal components are really organized um in all of our kits I should say to really help you find what you need quickly. Again, that kind of falls back on our color-coded system that we use um, with the mods, like I was talking about before. Um, a lot of the first aid kits will have that, which we've already alluded to a couple times here. Uh, you know that tearaway molly um, back back panel. Um, so if you needed your first aid quick, first aid kit quickly, um, you can tear that off a headrest, or if you want to strap that to any sort of rigid molly panel you have um, in your jeep, you can do that. Uh, A lot of our first aid kits as well come with a hidden carry strap that would be hidden underneath that molly panel. Um, So some of the larger ones that you might want to be able to move around with uh, have a little like fanny pack strap um, hidden under there. And then we also recently rolled out uh, some limited edition waterproof uh, first aid kits. So those are hard sided um, cases like a Pelican type case uh and those are really really great because they're you know crush proof we've run them over with um trucks we've we've thrown them off of buildings um they they float so if you wanted to take this on your boat um they have a valve on them uh that automatically regulates the pressure so that it will never sink um and those are re- a really good option if for those rugged environments um where you want to have a kit outside um that can hold up to pretty much anything you throw at it uh, and then a lot of like really cool, like little things. So if you're into cycling and mountain biking, for example, we make a kit that straps to the frame of your bike. Um, and it's made of that of that TPU coated material. So it's waterproof. It's pretty waterproof and weather resistant. Um, so we've got a really cool design team and you know, I'll allude to it here. Um, we, we've all of our first aid kits that, uh, you see on the website, the majority of them will look very different here in about uh three weeks um and will look better and in my opinion they're getting some upgrades and a facelift if you will oh yeah i saw the boat one though i guess it floats
0: as well i was looking at that that's really cool
3: (laughs) yep the boat the boat one is people love that one in the summer
0: (laughs) waterproof first aid kit
3: yeah sell it in a bunch of different sizes there's even small ones if you like to we have some really large ones and then the smaller ones would be great for you know Canoeing boundary waters or anything like
2: that. Even if the over. Well, yeah.
0: you, you, you yeah. know, I see you have one here for airway, and I thought, uh, I thought to myself, you probably don't want to trake anybody. <laughs> it Probably doesn't yeah. happen that often. But is that what you do with the airway kit, or is this something that you would uh, snake down the uh, uh, the throat?
3: Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So you, would, you wouldn't be traking anyone. I, I wouldn't recommend that unless you've been trained on how to do that. I, I don't even know how to do that. Um, but we, inside the airway kit, uh, I believe is a, a, you know, a CPR shield. So that's a one-way valve. If you needed to give CPR to anybody, um, you're also going to find two NPAs in there, which is a nasal pharyngeal airway. Um, basically it's a a trumpet, the tube that goes in the nostril and into the back of the throat. So if you had a patient, for example, who was going unconscious, um, and you had other things that you needed to take care of, like maybe they weren't in a safe environment or, there was other patients that needed medical immediate medical assistance. You, but this person was going unconscious. You can put that nasal tube in their nose, and that'll make it so even if their tongue did roll back into the back of their throat, they have an airway and will continue to breathe. Um, and then there's also uh, chest seals in there, I believe, to patch any holes to the um, you know the chest cavity. Um, so it's a little bit of an all around um, you know kit for airway related respiratory related. Um, injuries, but no, 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 yeah, no,
0: no tracking. tracking I was gonna ask about tracking I would just remember that from some of the 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 medical shows, you know, on TV, and you have the you get the uh, the ballpoint ball, pen, the ballpoint pen, and you oh yeah, and-
3: like a, a decompression needle. Yeah, yeah. You, again, yeah. Don't do that if you don't
0: if you don't have the training. It's, it's not that it's hard, but yeah. no, I think placement is the key, is key.
3: Placement is the important thing.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> on those ones for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so have you used one of these kits for anything uh, uh to, to assist somebody with uh, i would assume that the, you've had some some interaction with this uh, either yeah. uh, uh hopefully it hopefully it's a, a happy ending story
3: yeah it, it was a happy ending. it actually happened um a, a couple of days ago um while i was in Ure in in uh colorado uh so cascade falls is like a it's like a little waterfall hike right there in town in uray and, uh, we had just finished up, we weren't even in my, in my vehicle. We were in my parents' vehicle, which is, it's not an off-road vehicle. You don't need an off-road four-wheel drive to get there. But I have, you know, subsequently most people in my family own a mymedic first aid kit because of my employment there. Um, so this, this gal who, who had walked and done the hike and she was a little bit older and looked like maybe she had arthritis just by the way I saw her hands and her knuckles. She'd taken a pretty nasty tumble on this gravel road that leads up to, um, to the waterfall. Um, and she's like, I saw someone in a gladiator had, you know, some plastic band band-aids and was, was trying to help. Um, and I kind of just rolled my window down. It didn't look like anything was super serious was happening. Um, I was like, Hey, like, do you guys need a first aid kit? Um, and like everyone helping her immediately go over and they're like, yes, please. Um, so you know, I hopped out grabbed my parents first aid kit and was able to help patch her up with some gauzes and some wipes, uh, and that kind of thing. Um, yeah it it makes you feel really good too right like she was like super grateful um we like dropped her off back at her rv which is like two miles away um and yeah it it just feels really good to help people especially in in situations where they are able to help themselves because they don't have the tools um or the knowledge to to do that
0: yeah very cool are you ever concerned about uh, liability issues and, and assisting someone
3: no um so most most states it might even be you know countrywide have a, a good Samaritan law, um, there are, there are restrictions and like, obviously you can't be, mal- if it's obvious that you were malicious and made the, made it worse because of poor intentions, then that's a different story. Right. Um, but most good Samaritan laws protect you. Um, if you were to give aid, um, and were to the best of your knowledge and ability, trying to help and should sure, that person still, you know, decline and, you know, pass away or, you know, God forbid die. Right. Um, most most states have some sort of statute in place to protect good
1: samaritans.
0: I think that's important because I think a lot of people out there want to render aid uh and uh, but they're they're concerned about actually, you know, ruining their lives or their the lives of their family uh, yeah. by by something going wrong and uh, yep. you know uh, so uh, and I would think that that would be a a very important thing uh for you guys selling these kits because uh, I think by nature people want to help, but when it comes to other concerns about legal concerns, then they they may not want to go down that route. They may be timid. So check your your own state laws, and uh, I also agree. I think you'll find that uh, you're uh, – you have a lot of protections, not not carte blanche, but you have a lot of protections when you're yes. truly trying to help somebody and doing it to the best of your ability. I mean, if a doctor steps up, steps up, let them jump in there and let them use your kit if uh, if need be. Yep.
3: Yeah, I, I, ball I, ball I do believe le- legally. Yeah, ballpoint pens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I do believe legally, doctors and nurses, certain people, with certain occupations legally have an obligation to step in, right. um, for, from my understanding. Um, so yeah, that, that again, it's, even if you, like, that's why I always tell people, even if you can't get the training right now, have the first aid kit and maybe you get lucky and you have it, you don't know how to use it, but someone there does, and you, and you're still able to be, you know, what I would call an asset to your community, an asset to the people around you in that way.
0: Exactly. Well, Zeph, we've uh, we've mentioned uh, the website a few times here mymedic.com, uh, are you I think you guys I think you mentioned something about social media. Where where can the the kids, you know how the kids love the social media. Where can they find you uh, or uh, mymedic or both on uh, social media?
3: Yeah, our, our social media is great. Um, it's a great place to to find out about sales and promotions, but also, you know, a really good place to find, that, find and learn and educate yourself um, through the content that we produce. So you can find us on Instagram at MyMedicOfficial. Um, it'll be the uh, little black cross um, as the profile picture. Um, you'll you'll know when you find it. And then yeah, obviously MyMedic.com. And then get plugged into our newsletter. Um, you know to get discounts and learn more about our products and get uh, you know some of those educational materials that we provide freely to our to our newsletter subscribers and tech subscribers.
0: Yep, going on Instagram right now, and I found uh, I just did a search for MyMedic, and I see My medic official, and uh, giving you guys a follow. Uh, Appreciate and, uh, that. And are you guys on uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, any? Uh, yep. Hopefully not Facebook. Pinterest.
3: Nope not not Pinterest. <laughs> Facebook and TikTok, um, uh, same handle. Uh, we are on YouTube as well. YouTube, our YouTube doesn't get a lot of love right now, um, but it would just be MyMedic uh, YouTube channel. Um, yeah, we're we're, we're we just started to TikTok, so we're we're getting more into that for for all of you you tick and Talkers.
0: You get in uh, there, get in there before the government <laughs> cancels it. That's what I say.
3: Yeah, <laughs> get in there before it gets bad.
0: <laughs> well, Zeph, thank you very much for being with us, and uh, we'll have to have you back because I think uh, uh, doing things, helping other people uh, whenever they're uh, you know injured in some way, is a very important thing to know. We'll have to get you back and uh, remind people about where they can go and get. Uh, great medic kits and uh, uh, lots of little goodies there especially like the little uh, the little uh, toolkit in a, a credit card size. I always love those things. Yeah. Never use yeah, them we, but I just love lot, having them. They're just lot, fun. Yeah, we,
3: have, we have a lot of cool products. <laughs> we, we do make some survival stuff as well um, which is supposed to be expanding. We do a lot of first aid that's our bread and butter but we make a lot of really cool outdoor gear.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for being with us tonight and answering all, all our Zoom people questions.
3: Appreciate
0: it. And Zoo People, thank you for being here and uh, asking the questions. John always has a bunch of great questions, uh, Chris. Uh, and by the way, uh, Zef, uh, Chris, the one you spoke to earlier is the same Chris that uh, was uh, setting up this, uh, this interview with you. So uh, if you hadn't spoke to Chris already, you, you now have. So, uh, coming up next week, uh, we are going to have Jerry Hubber. He was a for, he's a former Jeep employee, and now one of the main people of Toledo Jeep Fest. And of course, it's coming up on August the twelfth. Now, this Thursday, our interview episode, uh, the big interview, not the, uh, the roundtable where we have question and a- questions and answers, although I think they both are uh, very good in their own way. But anyway, the interview episode uh, on Thursday will be uh, Bill Baer, and he, he's going to talk about his electric Jeep Wrangler TJ so, this isn't a 4XE, people. This isn't a JL or a JLU uh, uh, Wrangler. This is a TJ. So, we're talking about somebody that went in and retrofitted uh, a Jeep TJ f- to be an electric vehicle. And I don't know, I'll just mention this. He, uh, he used all Tesla components. So, that was a very fun and interesting interview. And it, it really, the way uh, Bill made it sound, it sounded like anybody could do this as long as they could uh, source the parts. All right, so, uh, you know, we always have fun here on the Roundtable episode. It's every week, and it's always something different. Sometimes we have a series of questions for the Zoom people to express their own, own opinions, and at other times, we have a guest that you can learn from and ask questions of. You never know who it's going to be, so stay up to date with our guests by subscribing to our newsletter. Go to jeeptalkshow.com contact. So uh, thank you again for everybody being here. Uh, Again, being in the Zoom meeting is free. To subscribe to that newsletter so you'll get a reminder and you get the link and the password about how to join. Uh, We could support up to 100 people in the Zoom meeting, and we'd like to to get that level at some point. That would be so much fun to talk about, and I bet you it would just be a madhouse, but a good, fun madhouse. Anyway, you guys have a great night, and uh, have a great Jeep week.
4: Yeah, since 2010.